It's that episode, not that episode, not that episode. It's that episode. It's that episode with Craig Rowan. Welcome to It's That Episode podcast. It's um, it's a podcast. I invite a guest over to my apartment. We watch any TV show that they choose. We watch it. We talk about it. We talk about a bunch of other crap. Today, uh, my guest is the very funny, the great personality, and the joyous Darcy Carden. You might recognize her from the UCB Theater, where she's a mainstay, or from her web series called Terrible Babysitters, which had a first season about a year ago, maybe. And the second season's coming in March. I'm excited. It's a very funny web series. Thanks, Craig. Welcome, Darcy. You're a good guy yourself. I try to intro you like um, as if this was important. <laughs> it is. <laughs> this is very important. It is important. Um, how are you? I'm good. I'm so excited to be here and be on this podcast that I love. Great. Well, I'm I'm glad you're here. I'm I'm excited to watch this show with you. Tell me about your TV watching in general. What's your like, what's your, how do you watch TV now? What are you watching? What's okay. your world? That's a good question. I think my TV watching now is like a little too much reality mm-hmm. TV. Like right. I, like, I don't know when that happened, but now I like, I'm, I'm. Do you invest in it? Yeah. You get very invested. To, yeah, I do. I do. I watch like, if there's any like singing or dancing talent competition, I am. I watch it like even so I watch like the American idols and the voices and stuff like that. But even like the awful shit, like X factor, right? It's really not is X factor. That's com- comparatively awful. Shit I think compared. so because it's like really overdramatic and like overly right. produced and like not that talented. And, and that even, I know that you're also a, um, one D fan, yeah. one direction, yeah. which is, <laughs> An offshoot of yeah. a reality show, right? That was a yeah. British yeah. idol or something? It's, it was X Factor in England, which I think the X Factor in England is like more respectable, more respected um, than it is here. Um, and I th- and that's why I started watching the X Factor out here. Oh, God. What's wrong with me? But I also have to say that I had Brandon Scott Jones on this podcast, but I fucked up the recording and it will never air. Oh, no. And it was one of my favorite episodes. But I talked to him for, briefly about the fact that you were in a TV competition <laughs> about <laughs> about One Direction, which was also one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Oh, just... my God. Yeah. Oh, don't you just love Brandon Scott Jones? That was uh, that was insane. Did he kind of tell you about it? I saw it. You I've, saw seen, it. I've seen it. You battle two teenage... Uh, <laughs> like tw- Tween-aged. Tween-aged One Direction fans on Fuse yeah. television, yeah. and you guys are wearing jumpsuits, and you are taking it very seriously. We are taking it so seriously, and if you, like, and and we're taking it so seriously that, like, at one point I snap at one of the girls. Yeah, there was a little bit of And if you <laughs> were ever to look back in those YouTube comments, the Directioners, who are usually, you know, Brandon and I are not teenagers, but most Directioners are teenagers, and they like really hate us. That everybody who comments in it. Why do they hate you? Because we're like too mean. We're too old. Like everyone's like everybody. That's, they should ev- embrace you. I know, I know. But they're all like that old bitch is mean. Oh my god. Yeah, well, I've right. I've been privy to because of work. I get almost daily updates about because One Direction fans are so huge. 
online, and I don't think we really do stuff on the sh- uh, on at midnight about yeah. it. But I see them on Twitter, and it's insanity. Like it's I've never really seen anything like it before. It's crazy. It's it's. It's insane. It's uh, you can't even really explain it, right? It's yeah, like, the, everybody's so passionate. They passionate. like own the wonder. Yeah. Uh, they like their lives are everything. It's funny. Them. You know what's weird? This kind of ties into friends because I've never been like a part of some. Uh, I fandom is such a weird word, but I've never been in like a. Can I just say a part of a fan group? <laughs> sure. Yeah. I've never been in a fan group that is like as popular. I, I I don't like right like it, it's it's a big trend there yes. it's it's got a huge fan base yeah. it's very mainstream yeah. but you're also into it yes. it's not like you're aware of it you're part of that totally. fandom like hardcore too yeah well I just watched this documentary called Good Old Frida which isn't a great documentary but it's interesting but it's about the fan the Beatles fan group uh, the secretary for the Beatles and she ran the Beatles fan group okay. And uh, it, it's about that whole world too. It's, it, like, is it? Does it focus on her? It focuses on her, but it's interesting to see. You know, she'd write out, you know, the letter when the the Beatles broke up and oh, sort of like shit. broke it to the fans officially and stuff. You know, it's just yeah, this yeah. weird world because everybody internalizes it and makes it their own. It makes it their own. That's the thing. It's like I own these people and I like them better than you and I know more about it than you and all that stuff. It's such a weird. I like. Oh, how I wish I wasn't like a part of it. Yes. I wish I wasn't, but I, but you can't, the heart wants, wants what the heart wants what it wants. Yeah. It. You can't stop it. We've all seen, uh, what? Th- that movie, which one, <laughs> the, I don't know. Ryan's Gosling. <laughs> Ryan's Gosling. <laughs> What's that? Ryan's movie? Gosling. <laughs> What's that movie? You know, which one? like the raindrops. Oh yeah. Raindrops. I do like, what that is movie. that? It's called the notebook. Oh yeah. <laughs> they died again. <laughs> Spoiler. Oh, yeah, they, do. they do. They do. Like all lovers should. Yeah. Oh, um, um, anyway, <laughs> so let's segue to, uh, <laughs> On that note, let's segue to two other lovers okay. and a group of lovers. Yeah, a group of lovers. The show you chose was Friends. Okay. So I chose Friends and I wasn't going to choose Friends because it is, it's almost like too obvious to choose. Do you know what I mean? It's too, like everybody, I mean, not that everybody's obsessed with Friends, but everybody loves Friends. You know what I mean? It's like, a, it's like an American show that everybody loves. And, and when you asked me to do this, I was thinking like, don't. Darcy, don't choose friends. Don't. That's too obvious. But uh, I am a real true friend's head. Friend head. Yeah, I'm a friend head. I'm I'm a friendo. And I love the show (laughs) very much. My whole family loves the show. Um, So we got to do it. And this is this particular episode is is just like the cream of the croup. So this is from season five Mm -hmm. and it's called uh, the one where. Everybody finds out. out. Yeah. And if you, if you're a friend head, you already know this. If you're a friendo, you know this, but it's true, right? That every episode starts with the one, the one with. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So that's their thing. That is their thing. I think a true total friendo head would like know every title, every episode. Well, cause they directly relate to the, yeah. And it's, it's a cute little thing, but I don't, I don't necessarily know all the titles. Now, what was your around what, tell me when friends hit the scene, because I feel like we're probably the same, about the same age, but I'm like just the right, I'm the perfect age for it. I'm a little bit older than you. So I was a freshman in high school when it came out 94. Um, and so, and it ran for 10 years. So I was 14 to 24 when it was wow. on, which is mm-hmm. like kind of perfect. Yeah. Right. I'm, I was, I was made for it. It was made for me. I'll be there for you. And, um, I 
my mom was always like really good at, I don't know. This is weird. Like calling what shows were going to be hits. If that Whoa. makes sense. Truly. I, I like your like, mom. That's I remember, cool. uh, she would like kind of gather us together and be like, we have to watch this show. So friends was one Simpsons was one. We like got together at my grandparents' house to watch the Whoa, premiere. I remember watching the first yeah. episode of the yeah. Simpsons and all that was great. But yeah. the friends was immediately, I was in, I think fourth grade when it came out and is that possible? Oh my yes. God, we're so much further apart in age than I thought. I know. I, I guess I just look crazy, crazy young. And I look super old. <laughs> Um, but it was a phenomenon. It was like from day one, it was huge hit. I remember the theme song by the Rembrandts was everywhere. And like, I remember like there were on the radio, like, um, radio stations would have their own version of the friend song, like about the radio (laughs) station or like about the city (laughs) or whatever, or like the hockey team, you know, like the Rangers were in the playoffs. So it was like the, that, that version of the friends theme song. It was literally, Everywhere, which yeah. I don't think that quite exists right now for either. any show where either. it just like hits every every like, like portion demographic of yeah. Or something. yeah like it's, everybody just loved it everybody loved it um, so I assume that you and your friends were watching it to your your hey, own that's friends fun. that is a little hey, fun, fun thing yeah my uh, yeah definitely like my my best friend and I uh, I had another friend who would like come over every Thursday to watch it with my family. But definitely it was like a family thing. Like we would always gather on Thursdays and watch the shit out of whatever it was. Friends in Seinfeld. Was, Seinfeld. Yeah. There, there was a while. Was there a while that it overlapped? Yeah. Seinfeld was, uh, ended in 97. 90, okay. I think. So you had or a couple years of overlap fall of yeah. or spring of 98. I, I, I can't quite, <laughs> Oh no. but I was a huge Seinfeld. Sign. I was a sign head. Sign head. And, uh, and I think that I was, we were really Seinfeld fans, totally. like to the, we'd have like the last seasons when everybody was realizing it was the end. Like we'd have an entertainment weekly with every episode rating and everything. And when there were reruns, we'd watch them and oh. check the ratings and stuff. You and your and, fam? Yeah, my, yeah. My dad and I were really yeah. into it, especially. We were, my family was really into Seinfeld too, but somehow... Hmm. Did Friends take over? I don't know. Friends, I think, appeals more to, uh, I'd say, maybe this is racist, but okay. more to women. Yeah, it's a little racist, but it's not wrong. Yeah. You know? I think it has, I think, for, especially for a teenage girl, yeah. this probably sinks in a little bit harder for them, right? Yeah, is I think that you true? might be right. Yeah. Maybe I'm, that's Although totally racist. That, no, it's not. I mean, I feel like on this podcast, you can be racist, right? Yeah, that's yeah. fine. So, I mean, I don't know. I think that's true, but then I also... It, <laughs> I don't know because like definitely teenage boys were watching it. I think you there's a lot. I mean, I, you know, I watched it. I was, was with it for the first couple seasons and it just never grabbed me. Gotcha. So you don't, don't hate on me. No, no, but. no. I won't hate on you. And I know that cause I listened to this podcast. So I know you're not a total friendo head, but that is another reason why I wanted to watch this with you to just kind of shine a light. Yeah, because I feel like now this is season five. Yeah. Why don't you discuss, discuss okay. what's happening? I read up a little bit about sure. this season as a whole. Okay. Um, so this thing, okay, so I'll, I won't tell too much, but I'll tell some. Because your listeners up. are going to know this already, yeah. you know? Friend heads. Yeah. Um, Friendo.com. <laughs> so um, this recently, Ross was trying to get married 
in England to this girl named Emily. Do Let's back that? up one second because I'm realizing there might be one person that's not a friend head okay. at all okay. and knows nothing. Okay. This is a show. And also this could be like a hundred years in the future. Someone's listening and this is probably the, the this is probably going to be the only remaining thing about yeah. friends. Totally. But it's about six friends. Six friends. Living in the city. Lives. Yeah. Yeah. Live in. The, they live in New York City. Three guys. Three gals. You got yourself three and three. And the main premise of the show was. Not the main premise, but one of the biggest relationships was the Ross, Rachel. Yes, Ross and Rachel. Now, this is season five. Yeah. So where are we at? Oh, Christ. Okay. So this, you know, they're, they've got, they're just up and down. So with Ross and Rachel in season five, holy crap. Okay. So Ross went to go marry Emily, who he didn't know very long, but he went to go marry her in England. You might remember he said, I, Ross, take you. Rachel, Rachel. right. Oh, God, on the, on yeah, the, yeah. which we're both married yeah. men. We, we are both married men. If that happened at a wedding, that would be the most amazingly <laughs> crazy thing to ever happen. I know. Oh my God. That episode was so good. That episode was so good. And it was a finale. It was so good. And then he said it again. He's like, no, no, I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. I, Ross, take you, Rachel. And everyone's like, oh, you're when, really... Now, when you were watching it, were you like Screaming. freaking out? Screaming. I can picture you just flipping <laughs> oh, it. Oh, God. Yeah. It was the <laughs> best. Oh, Christ. It was so good. Okay. So wait, no, this isn't the episode we're even talking about. So right. Craig, stop. So, uh, <laughs> so that happens and uh, that's besides the point, but what happens in England is that Monica and Chandler hook up. Monica's like a little depressed. Somebody calls her old. Maybe I think someone thinks she's like the mother of the bride or, or groom or something. <laughs> and so she's like a little depressed and she ends up sleeping with Chandler, Bay. Chandy Chando. And could that be any more of a plot line? <laughs> Why do I cover my mouth to laugh? <laughs> like they can't hear me laughing. Okay. So, uh, that, that happened and they kind of thought it was going to be like a one night stand. But then when they got back to the big apple, uh, New York city, yep. they kept hooking up, booking up, shacking up, fracking up, <laughs> tick-tock tacking up. <laughs> so they kept, uh, they kept going, but it was a... So secret. that was through the season five is that Chandler, Bing, and... Uh, Try it. Uh, Monica. R- R- Monica Lewinsky. No, no, Geller. <laughs> Monica Geller, I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, they were secretly hooking up, secretly hooking up and, and, and started to like have feelings for each other, but it was all very like, should we, shouldn't we, should we, shouldn't we, but we knew they knew they had to, I said, we, they knew they had to keep it a secret. Now, Joey finds out in a very funny way, Tribbiani tribs, the tribbles. Um, he finds out in a great way. Don't tell me. Okay. And they, uh, 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 ask him to keep it a secret, which is really hard for the Joester. Because if you don't know, Joe's a little bit... Joe's dumb. <laughs> hey, Joey's dumb, you know? Joe, yeah. He means well, but he's a dummy. God, he's great. Um, and so this is the one where... Everybody, everybody finds, finds out. out. Yeah. And it's pretty, pretty great. All right. Yeah. I say with that, let's let's just check it out. Okay. Well, I guess there's nothing left for us to do, but, but kiss. Here it comes. <laughs> Our first kiss. You win. I can't have sex with you. And why not? Because I'm in love with Monica. You. You what? Love her. That's right. I love her. I love her. 
I love you, Monica. I love you too, Chandler. We did it. That was really fun. It was fun, right? It was like it reminded me of how fun a sitcom could be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it was like it's yeah. It's like the the best. Um, I mean, I think it was like the best episode of the entire series. Re- wow! That because yeah. now I looked up. Uh, we'll get into the episode in a second. But I was reading up on Friends, and they said, and then I remember this episode when it aired. That the one with the high school oh, prom. God, so good. I forget what that's called, but yeah. probably something like the one with the high school prom. Yeah. But that was named one of the best that is episodes of so, TV. So, so good. It is such a good episode. I mean, there's other ones too, like Ross and Rachel's First Kiss is really good, where there's like this whole, uh, he has like another girlfriend and oh my God, it's so good. I almost picked that one. There, there's a lot of incredible episodes. The one where like... Ross and, and well, also when he says, I take the Ra- Rachel, that right. was amazing. Or when they get married in Vegas by like when they're drunk, there's so many good episodes. You know, what's funny about friends is that when it was on, it was my favorite show. Like I just, you know, I, it was my favorite. I loved it. I thought it was amazing. And then almost immediately, as soon as it was off, uh, like when it was finished in 2004, I think, mm-hmm. um, it like the reruns of it weren't, they didn't. They, I didn't like it anymore mm-hmm. for maybe like five or six years. I was like, oh, this doesn't really hold up mm-hmm. or, or something. That's interesting. Well, I found that after a show ends, when you're emotionally invested, yeah. I think that's part of it is like you can't re- – you liked it so much <laughs> that you're almost like I can't I, watch yeah. this anymore because I like – I feel like this way with like Seinfeld or like the Simpsons. Yeah. Like when I was watching the Simpsons, I would watch reruns. I'd, right. I'd eat it all up. But then when I was like done with it, I'm like, I can't it's revisit like it this off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is yeah. because you have such good memories right. that you almost don't want to soil it yeah, in some way. Totally. And I, and when it was, when it was done and I would watch a rerun, I would kind of be like, God, is this dumb? I don't know. And I would watch a Seinfeld rerun and it would be great. Right. It would totally hold up. And I was like, oh, this is just better comedy, better written, whatever it is. But now I can go back and watch. I mean, like you heard me out. I was laughing pretty hard. I was laughing too. Yeah, you were. I was. We had a laugh. We had. I we had a laugh. <laughs> now let's just sort of go through just to give the basic synopsis. And it was like sort of classic sitcom scenario, yeah. sort of like in the way that, um, like on a threes company, it would be like two dates at once. Yes, you yes, know that yes. type of setup where, but they just played it really well. So the basic gist was you were a little wrong. Yeah. You mean with the Rachel thing? With the Rachel thing was that the – I just want to say that you're not perfect. None of us are. <laughs> and that's fine. But I I'm, – wait. Say what you're going to say, but I'm still racking my brain. I think that you – yeah, you um, – at the beginning of the episode, the gist is Ross needs to get a new apartment because of some job thing. He needs to settle. What happened that he it, lost his you know, job? This he, is not my – this is like kind of my least favorite bit of the show. And, and, and during – like when you know when it was when it was live, it was, I was like, oh, I'm not really into this right now. Ross – Ha, you know, he'd like gotten another divorce now from this British girl, Emily. And he was like having a hard time at his work and he was just like depressed and ragey. Right. And it was like, not quite right. It like didn't yeah, That's really... hard to do on a sitcom yeah. is like, uh, anger <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. like emotional totally, problems. Totally. And, and, uh, so I remember not being really like super into that storyline and even them bringing back in this, I was like, all right, but right. okay. So Ross is looking for 
a new apartment. And they find that the apartment with the naked guy who lives across that they can always see, the ugly naked Thank guy, he, uh, he's leaving his apartment and, and Ross is trying to sublet it. He looks at the apartment with Phoebe and, and Rachel. Rach. And through their window, they can see the Bingmeister Chandler and, uh, and Geller, um, Girl Monica. Geller. Girl Geller. Um, doing it. Doing it. And, but we realized that the difference with what you thought was that, or Rachel yes. knew in this before. Yeah, they I, I remember it being, uh, they both, you know, when they see it with their eyes, that that's the first time they find out. And definitely that's true for Phoebe, but Rachel knew. How did she know? I'm trying to, I can't think of what episode that was. I remember Joey found out because, um, they had gone away on this little like secret weekend trip, Mon and, and Chandy. And uh, she lost like an eyelash curler and then randomly, and, and she said that and Joey heard it. And then later Chandler was like, I have an eyelash curler. I, I like something. Right. He made the connection. Yeah, he made the connect, the, the connecto. But, but I don't remember how Rachel found out. I just don't remember. And then Joey, uh, Chandler and Rachel, uh, sorry, Chandler and Monica knew that Joey kn- yes. knows, but don't know that Rachel yes, knows. Yes, Craig. Yes. And then Phoebe and Rachel uh, keep from Ross that they know right because he's in the apartment with them and they start yelling that's it's a, a great, very funny that's scene very funny please do go back yeah watch I'd watch the show like it's, it's just fun it's, great. it's just fun times um, and uh, they go to they approach Joey because Rachel knows Joey right. knows right and uh, and because Rachel and and Phoebe uh, Ross and, and Monica don't know that Rachel and Phoebe Ross know. Ross and Monica, try again. Oh, I know. It's Ch- too, Ch- too many Monica. names. <laughs> the names are just... <laughs> Nothing. I know air. them. I inherently <laughs> know them. It's just do. like there's so many names. <laughs> and there's so, they're names that you never say in any other... Like how often are you saying Phoebe, Phoebe Rachel? Buffet, Rachel. I know. And also the Monica, weird thing is that you know like, all of their real names too. Yeah. So yeah. like... What is it? It's Courtney Cox. No, I know, I know. <laughs> so anyway, um, basically, uh, Rachel and Phoebe uh, and Joey know, but Rachel and Phoebe uh, decide they want to take advantage yeah, of the fact the sitch. that uh, Chandler and Monica don't know by sort of uh, playing. Make, playing into it. Yeah. So Phoebe basically wants to play chicken with Chandler yes. of like, sexual I want chicken. you. A sexual chicken. I want you. She just wants to test him and have fun with the and idea. She'll, she assumes that he'll like, you know, back down and, and let them know. Yeah. Like they, they, and, they're like, you're not going to play us for a fool. We're going to, we're, you know, you don't get to win this situation. They're both on both sides. They're thinking that we'll keep going, keep going. And then, um, and then, uh, Rachel, uh, Monica deduces from the fact that Chandler's telling her that, <laughs> her that Phoebe is making sexual advances. There's that, no possible way that she could actually be attracted to him. Right. Exactly. So he, she must know. Yeah. And she's like, you need to go for it and right. pretend, go on for the <laughs> sexual chicken and, and beat her to and it. Chandler's kind of like into it, but also kind of like, it sucks because he's the one who has to do it. And then... Then, uh, <laughs> when Phoebe calls Chandler to be like, let's meet tonight, yeah. and Chandler's like, yeah, totally, then Rachel and Phoebe realize he's all Chandler there. knows that they know. And there's some really great lines, like, he know he, you know, like, whatever it is, it's all... It's just farce, you and you it's really... It it's farce? It's farce, and it's, f- it's farts. <laughs> it's farce, it's farts. And it's fun. We don't need to break it down too heavily, but it's really funny. There are great situations. It's a situation comedy. It is. And I'll tell you this. Whether Friends is your favorite show 
or whether you, you kind of miss the boat on that, it, it like stands up it's, or holds up. It holds up. I think it holds up as like, I watched an episode of Frasier on this show with yeah. uh, Abby, Abby Jacobson. I remember that one. And I feel like in the same way, because I liked Frasier, but it wasn't that show that I invested right. in. But it was like, it reminds you. And even when I watched Cheers yeah. with um, <laughs> Sue Galloway or uh, Matt Moses and further <laughs> episodes, you can go through the back catalog. But And leave it, a review. And leave a review on iTunes. <laughs> or, no, but like... And maybe this is because I don't watch sitcoms anymore, right. but it reminds you of how good a sitcom really Could can be. be. Yeah. And I was watching uh, with my loving wife. Sweet, sweet Meryl James. Um, Meryl James Epiphany Rowan. <laughs> um, we, were, we were flipping channels and we saw an episode of Roseanne. Okay. And there was a moment in it where... It, the, uh, we, didn't, we only watched like five minutes, but... Uh, they had their in-laws were there and they were sort of saying goodbye to the in-laws. And, and I think Dan had to tell his parents that they had to get a hotel, but okay. there was a moment where it was like a minute of them just putting on their jackets and like getting ready to go and having small talk, but that felt real. Yeah. And, and it was, w- was so watchable and it was so felt really nice. It yeah. felt like a play. And I feel like, and this is obviously, I think we're biased because this is when we were really watching TV and really young, but I feel like those types of sitcoms were just so solid, yeah. like really There's great so writing, really well done. I think Roseanne's a little different from this because what I noticed with friends is the writing's really sharp. It's really funny, but it's very, it feels very like jokey, jokey or like, um, acty and very you know going it it doesn't feel real no but it's fun yeah yeah i agree it doesn't feel real but but in a way that like is just so enjoyable whereas roseanne or something is more roseanne but it feels more play like or but do you still watch sitcoms you're more into reality now oh yeah and actually when we were talking about that i mean i'm i'm into i'm i watch those reality shows but i watch what do i watch now like i watch you know, all the good HBO shows and like the Mad Men's and yes. the, the Game of Thronies and stuff like that. What comedies do I watch though? Yeah, it's hard. I, I don't, I, well, I was saying to you that I just watched season one of episodes, yeah. which was co-created by one of the creators of Friends, David Crane. Craner. Um, the Cranium. The crane. <laughs> um, David Cranium. And, and I really liked it. And I really thought it was funny. I'd recommend it to okay. you. I, I can't speak for the whole series yet because I've only seen season one, but it's really oh, fun. Shit. It's with um, uh, Matt LeBlanc, LeBlanc as himself. And it's just really fun. It's basically about, um, do you know what the premise of? I do, I do, I guess, but I do have a question about it. Was it a British show? So here's the thing. It's, it's about, it's, I don't know if it was, but okay. it's about two creators of a British show that are asked to bring it to America. Oh, that's So that's okay. what the plot is, is, and I assume it doesn't exist in right. England because it's such an American thing, but it's them right. dealing with the process of, of their show being bastardized. That's so funny. It's so funny. And it's the first time in a comedy in a long time that I was emotionally invested and like sort of something happened in the first season where I was like, Oh no, like, no, this is bad. Like I felt emotionally, I don't, I can't say, you cause can't, I don't want to. I know. Um, uh, and Matt LeBlanc is really good. 
Matt LeBlanc is good. Like it's it's good for him. It's he's, good. He needs you know he, he needed he, a win. Well, now did you stick with Joey? Did no, you go to I Joey? D- I didn't go. I mean, I went to Joey, but then I left Joey. You know what I mean? Now, what did that feel like to you? So, what year oh, was yeah. that? What because that, that was it was like I want to say it was. What, is it possible? Okay, so if it if it ended in two thousand, if Friends ended in two thousand four, was Joey two thousand five? I'm going to look it up okay, while you tell I, me your experience about it. Okay, my experience was this: I didn't have high hopes for it. Sure, but I was excited because I love, I didn't want the show to end. Oh, you know what? I didn't want the show to end, but I also was, it was like a weird thing where I was like glad it was ending and I didn't want it to overstay its welcome. Right. And to me, it, this, you know, like the 10th season was a great place to end and everything. Yeah. That's, that's even a lot. I mean, that's like hard to keep a show. Totally. What I've noticed from, uh, watching shows is like after a certain point, you can let it go. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to continue past a certain point. Yeah. 10 years. This Joey was 2004 to 2006. Okay. So So that was like right after. Yeah. So, but I think that makes sense because I remember when they were like, they were talking about the spinoff before the finale. Like they, we knew that Joey was going to have his own show before. They probably worked it in that he's moving to LA or something. I think they, yeah, they did. Right. Um, and, uh, uh, oh, it just wasn't right. It just didn't work. I, I probably, I probably watched half the season and it just didn't work. And you know, what's funny about Matt LeBlanc and Joey together or just them, him is them, him, them, him. He got so good. Like in the beginning, maybe even, even here, like fifth, you know, fifth season, he's fine. He's funny. Like he yeah. has great lines. He has like his funny, dumb thing. Like season seven, eight, nine, ten. 10, he is so fucking funny he like takes it up a notch and it totally made sense to me that he would have his own spinoff but it just didn't work yeah and it's funny too because i was talking to somebody about uh in a different way tony hale how he mm-hmm. beca- to me he became that character of buster yeah and how he amazing he is that on veep he's a different character but a really invested like another yeah. great but with it could be hard for somebody like a, like a matt leblanc mm-hmm. like a joey tribbiani where you are that character totally. at a certain point right you know what i right. mean um yeah it, it i don't know i mean the like supporting cast for joey was fine i don't it just it was Alyssa like, milano uh ray liotta okay. um don herrera john Cheadle jr um uh, yeah, it was a good cast. It was All a those really people big are cast. so good. You yeah, know? I think. Like, um, how did it not work? Yeah. Let's um. Let's That's not true. I don't know anybody <laughs> on that show. Drea De Matteo was on it. Oh, from Sopranos. From Sopranos, who's a cousin that went to my high school. Is that true? I just. Why did I do that accent? <laughs> well, because Sopranos. Um and, and uh, uh, yeah, that and that was a huge, huge flop. Um, let's talk about each character for a second. Yes. Because just because of Joey, like I would call Joey most improved. He gets the most. Whoa, improved interesting. I, like as a, I, I don't know if I'm because that's a hard character to yeah. do. I mean, dumb is dumb. how much can you do with dumb for ten years? I mean, Homer Simpson did it. Homo Simpson. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so t- well, yeah, Joey. Okay, Joey's think, most improved. Okay, I think we well, yeah, name the award for yes. every okay, everyone. Okay, so Joey is most improved. I'm gonna say. Uh, um, Chandler. Okay, this is going to be. I don't know if you're going to argue, but I'm just going to say. It, okay, Joey, most improved. Chandler, funniest. Mm. Jennifer, uh, Rachel, best all around. That's it. That's Rachel, it. best all around. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We can talk. And we're going to unwrap all this, but we can unwrap uh, this. Uh, Phoebe, or I'm, I'm. I mean, I'm talking about the actors here, right? 
I don't know. I think I am. You're talking, ta- let's okay. take it back. Can we okay. take it back a yes. step? So you're okay. talking about, let's go their real names then. Okay, okay. Here we go. And no, here we're going to do. This is what we're going to do. <laughs> you tell me the actor's superlative and the character's oh superlative God. for the entire series. Oh, okay? you're really, you're pushing it. Okay. It's hard. I it's know hard. this is a lot. This yeah. is a lot. But let's just try it. Okay. Why don't we just give okay. it a shot? Here we go. So Matt LeBlanc. Matt LeBlanc. Um, most improved. Matt LeBlanc, most improved. Joey Tribbiani. This is, okay. Do you know what happened with Joey and Rachel, like, towards the end of the series? They get together? Yes. So, so, so tell me, on the last episode, what is your feeling? Okay, but last episode, they're not together. Okay. Last episode, like, by then, they've broken up, and right. Rachel and Ross, in that, that last episode is pretty great. But you know what's funny? I've only watched it one time. The time that it was on. Yeah, don't. You, you it don't, feels weird to, yeah. like, revisit. Um but uh, that whole thing with Joey and Rachel was so upsetting and so forced. And, and, and like my sisters and I and my mom and my aunt and all of us real friendo heads, we were just like, it gave us a real bad creepy taste, you know? So you, his superlative is most creepy taste. No, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm just picking up on your vibes. God, no, jo- okay. So Matt LeBlanc. Most improved Joey. I mean, you got to give Joey like, like dumbest or something, right? <laughs> I mean, that's not that's, fair. No, that's great. That's perfect. <laughs> okay. Joey dumbest. Okay. Great. Um, okay. And then Chandler. Said, Chandler. Uh, no, no. Uh, no. Okay. Uh, uh, Matthew uh, Perry. Ma- Matthew Perry. Matthew Perry. Funniest. Funniest. Chandler Bing. Funniest. Whoa. Great. Okay. Great. Okay. Great. Uh, Jennifer Aniston. Best all around. Best all around. Rachel Karen Green, uh, biggest princess. Biggest princess. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Courtney Cox, worst. (laughs) (laughs) You know that famous superlative, worst. (laughs) Least likable. Okay, great. Um, Did she listen to this? Yeah. she her representation does okay so she might hear it okay. through that i know she understands and then i think i know they're not together but i know david arquette's a big it's that episode head so well i think he would agree um wait <laughs> so wait let's talk about that for a okay. second least likable least like worst 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 i know but what, that's why? like you know i still like her better than i like like most of my friends yeah like right? most of yeah. most human beings yeah. but she uh oh do you think that this clicky pen is going to be annoying i keep clicking it so, uh, you I know what? We'll ADR it out. Okay, thank you. Um, she, I think, has the hardest time with comedy. I think she, it's the least natural for her. Yeah, I saw some of the things. Because when I was watching Lisa Kudrow I, in this episode, I was saying to you that I think of Phoebe as the character. Because yeah. I was pretty young when it was on. So yes, I think were. of like Smelly Cat and like she's dopey or whatever. She's goof. But as a comedian, she, she's really great. She's, an, she's, she's really funny. Yeah. And I think she came up in L.A. in the in the 90s. Yeah. She was in – I think she came up with like Guns. Andy Richter. Yeah. And the, uh, she did a show with, uh, called I think The Brady Bunch or it was uh, – like a live show with him, and I think she was a groundling. So, and he, she has chaps. Yeah, she's comedy got some chaps. chaps. She has chaps. She, she had chaps. assless yep, chaps yep, yep. in the episode. And I thought that was interesting, yeah. just to see a butt. Right, just a straight up butt. Um, I would say Lisa Kudrow gets um, some. The, her award would be like, I want to say like biggest genius. I biggest think she, genius. <laughs> okay. Or have a just genius award. I think she's like genius award out of control. 
amazingly funny. Great. I think she's like a She gets the um she like, gets the Barack Obama yeah, comedic yeah. genius award. Okay. She okay, so Lisa Kudrow, Barack Hussein Obama comedic genius award. Right. Phoebe Phoebe gets uh Phoebe Buffet. She her award will be like, you know, um like most likely to uh she really turned her life around. You know, she was like homeless. She was homeless. I was reading they, they I don't know how much they talk about it, but the whole thing with her mom had committed suicide. Oh, yeah, her mom committed suicide yeah. on a sitcom. Yeah. And she talks about it a lot. And I, I watched an episode recently just on the uh, on the t- TV where yeah. she was talking about being homeless and she had met one of the other friends while they were homeless, which I thought was like... <laughs> Wait, she met one of the five? The friends, yeah. Like, they're like, oh, that was you? Oh, you God. influenced my life. Oh, you that's know? right. That is so stupid. Which is like, you know, when you get up, up in seasons, you have what to are you have gonna those... Do? Yeah. Of course, they, have had, they had to meet. That's so, so she, funny. So she's most... What is like she? Like most... Um, um, sh- like, like toughest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Most resilient. Most resilient. Yeah, great. Okay. Um, Ross. No, no, no. Uh, uh, David Schwimmer. The Schwimmer. Gets most underrated. Ooh, okay. Okay, Okay, because I think he... Why that? that? Have you noticed? He's like a physical comedy genius. Okay. Okay, I'm saying genius twice. Now, I, I... We didn't see a lot of him this episode. No, he was definitely not. I, so I can't judge it too you much can't. based off of this one because yeah, he, he, he was a, a his storyline was very. But small. what about that little part where even where like um, in the episode you might remember Craig, uh, the girls see Monica and Chandler making out or having sex. Or oh, when he and jumps he does up, that jump. It's like that's he's so funny. He's physically that was funny. He he time and time again, episode after episode, he does these little physical choices that are so funny, and he's a big dude too. Huge dude. Huge. Like he's a big dude. He's you know like what a I mean? dude. Like he's a dude. He's like he's like a big dude. He's like a big deed. Yeah, he's like um, a big. He's like um, uh, the Deedles. He's the Deedles. People used to say deed in my high school. What? Yeah. That seems like a California thing. That's okay, like also, that's like just stop. Stop doing that. Wait, what would be like the sentence? Deed. <laughs> Like, deed. Instead of just dude, it turned into deed. I think that must have been because dude got so out there, yeah. so big that so they big. had it. They but it's such a great step. word. It is a great word. Deed. You need to go a little, a little deeper. And they went with deed. They also these same like boys that I'm thinking of. Instead of okay, you like if a hot girl walked by, not that you would ever say decent. Dece. But instead of decent, they'd say dece. Dece. Dece meant like great tits or something like that. Whoa. Yeah. I'd be like, nice tatinas. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's just my... You still do do that. Yeah, I do that all you the almost, time. Almost every time I see I you, you're saying it. that about someone. Um, so that that's... Uh, that, now, what about Ross Geller? Okay, Ross, Ross Anthony Geller. Geller. Okay. Ro- no, no. It's Ross... Um, Eustace Geller. But can I tell you something? I didn't know that. I looked that up. I knew That's it was Rachel stupid. Karen Green. I knew it was Phoebe, regular, no middle name buffet. I knew it was Chandler Bing. Muriel Bing? Miriam. <laughs> but uh, Ross Eustace, I don't remember ever hearing that. Um, okay, so Ross is like biggest, biggest, he gets. Uh, Biggest dweeb. Dweeb. Yeah. But he also, you can call him a dweeb. 
he has a bad life. I mean, like, right? He's been like, <laughs> like, I mean, not ba- bad, but he like, he's life. been through like multiple divorces. Yeah. He ha- his best friend's like a monkey. Yeah, that a come thing? on, give me a break. That was like season one. Okay, that's what I'm. That's where that's my what you're is. remembering. You were like six years old, and all you remember I was, was six, Marcel. I was like, is that a monkey? <laughs> his best friend's a monkey. Um, no, his life is fine. He he yeah he did have some divorces, but you know he always had Rachel. Back in the wings. Right. Ready to get pregnant for him. Now, at the way end, let's just flash forward to the series. Spoiler alerts. I forget. Do they... Are they together? They're together. But it's like the very end. They don't... Yeah. They are... At the end of the episode... Or the end of the series, they decide to be together. She's about to move to France for like a... Um, for a, a fashion job and she's going to take baby Emma with, and you know, that's Ross's baby. And they're kind of in this weird, like, what are we? And she, and she's like, no, I can't do this again. And then, you know what? She does it again and they end up together and it's great. It's the right. It's right. I was thinking, would you ha- there? I don't think, has there ever been a friend reunion of any sort? Um, with all six of them? Yeah. I don't think there has ever. Would would you want that to happen? I don't think so. Yeah. I don't I, think so. Because I'm seeing now with Seinfeld, which was one of my favorite shows. And, God, and how many there, times are you going to say that? I mean, uh, big influence. Um, <laughs> big, big influence. <laughs> but like seeing them do reunion yeah. stuff, it really, I think, does sort of shit on the original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like not going to, it's not going to be as good. And yeah, I don't hold it against them. Totally. Like, I guess it makes sense to do, but like, in in the in the long run, it's like it doesn't do anything. It, does, it, it yeah. just sort of like it, it waters it down a it little does, bit. It does. It does. And then is that like? It's never going to be satisfying. Yeah, totally. I mean, I would like to see them like be together, the six of them, maybe being like interviewed or yes, something like that. Like that, that would That's be a thing fun. where it'd be like when they do like uh, an Entertainment Weekly has like Back to the Future on the Today Show and whatever, yeah. and it's never as good. At, but it doesn't feel like they're not trying to be these characters. Yeah, like, they're they not now? trying to like relive the the yeah. high school, you know, like their 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 prime totally. thing. I mean, yeah, there was. I remember there was talk about a Friends movie, which none of them. They were all kind of like, ah, we'd all have to agree and all that stuff. So it was never like for real, for real, but there was definitely talk about it. I don't think I, I don't know. It just seems too, I, I like the way it ended. I like my like memories of them and, and, uh, you know, let, let, let a good thing die. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, I, ha- I was, I wanted to, s- I just wanted to point out that I liked that Lisa Kudrow wore a ton of rings. That was a very <laughs> so like nineties thing. Where, oh my God. Like, and I don't like rings and I don't like jewelry. Yeah. And that sort of was like, what? There's I so know. many rings Rings on every finger. If not, and like, that was, many. that was a thing. I do remember yeah. in like middle school, high school. I mean, I guess in your high school mm-hmm. and college years, maybe that oh, was like, fuck you. Listen, I'm saying you look super young. I'm an old man on the sh- outside. <laughs> I, uh, I, you know, just looking at Rachel's outfit in this one, she was wearing like a pink collared shirt and some like kind of boot cut gray pants. And I was like, I for sure bought that outfit. Did you have a choker? Did you have a oh, choker? Yeah, I had a choker. I mean, I was so, wait, we haven't even talked about this and we don't really need to, Let's but I love Jennifer Aniston so much she's like my number one everything what yes okay let's like it's her birthday on tuesday and i'll like think about it (laughs) (laughs) so do you see everything she does i yeah i do 
But but that doesn't mean I love it. And are you invested in her personal life? I am. I am. But in a way where it's like, I'll say this. I'm invested in her personal life. And what that means is I don't read articles about like her and Justin Throw or whatever because I think it's like, I like respect you her respect too much. It. You know you, what I mean? So you're not like, I'm let's not, gossip. What's totally. the new thing with, you know, why was she wearing that? Yeah, too, exactly. I'm to, like, I, yeah, I'm, I'm like, she's better than that. Have you ever acted on your fandom for friends or for uh JN? Um okay, do you mean like have I like like met her or what do you or mean? like have you did it is like uh your clothing wise was there like yes. a part of like have you oh. ever like written uh, you know yeah. like a letter or any of yeah. those okay, types of things? Great. Okay, so I would show you this right now and I will show you but we're on you know microphones so it's right. like this audience can see, but I did for many years I would get my hair done like hers. So the Rachel. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Rachel, I did have a guess. I kind of still do. And I never will stop because it's a great haircut, but I have like a long grown out Rachel, but that was a huge, by the way, that was a huge thing. Yeah. That was like the, thing. the Rachel was the Rachel. a thing. Just that it's even called the Rachel. But, uh, like when she more like this hair, hair that she had in this episode, like the long, really highlighted, high lit, like blondie Brown. I had, I would go to my, Hair guy, who I still go to, Name? David Morell. Shout out, love ya. Came to my wedding, David Morell. Yeah, did he do your hair for the wedding? No, my friend Anna did, and she did a great job. Okay, but now why did why the change? Why the change? Yeah, why didn't you go with him for the wedding? He doesn't do like style. Uh, he, he, does, he just he, cuts and he colors. cuts. Yeah. Cuts and colors. Yeah. Um, but he, I would just say, was he happy with your hair for the wedding? He he was. Yeah, he said something. No. Then he wasn't happy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Um, uh, uh, But I would just go into him, into his office studio. What is it called? And I would just say. You go into his office. He'd have like the printer and the papers (laughs) on his desk. And uh, (laughs) there'd be the fax machine going. And I would just say, I would like show him a picture of Jennifer. I would be like, whatever Jennifer Aniston's hair looks like right now, make, make me that. Wow. Yeah. Um, when did that stop or is that still going? Well, I think when I started dating Jason, he was like, your hair would look better dark. And I was like, okay. So it was light. <laughs> yeah, it was really light. Did I know you? No. No. I don't know. So it was literally her hair color. I mean, I will everything. show you a picture that I have in my phone where I, it is the exact hair. Exact. Wow. Yeah. That's like amazing. It's crazy. Me. That's so you'd have it colored, colored. exactly the yes, same man, way. I'm telling you, that's like that's the real deal. That's the real deal. Um, I was at a let's see. Okay, so I was at an SNL. Which one was it? Who can remember? You know, but it was maybe Ben Stiller host. Okay, and she was at the after party. Okay. And this was like the kind of moment that you dream of for your whole life. You have you see them. You need to. Everybody was kind of like coming up to me. I mean, not everyone. People that knew that I loved her. Right. For example, the great Chris Kelly. The, the, the great Chris Kelly. The beautiful Sarah Schneider. The wonderful Sarah yeah. Schneider. Okay. They would be like, oh. Writers on us. Writer. Okay. Um, and they would be like, oh, you know, Jennifer Aniston's here. She looks great. You got to see her. Blah, blah, blah. Me. I can't do it. You can't do it. I have a bit of a panic attack. I mean, in my own head. Right. Maybe to Jason a little bit, because what can you do? Jason's my husband. Right. Taken. Uh, taken, not stirred. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, um, and then, yeah, so, so I knew she was at the, sh- the taping and I knew I could have seen her if I really wandered those halls. And then I knew she was at the after party and I just stayed at my table. I couldn't do it. I was like, what would I say to her? What would I right, do? Right. I don't know. It's like all too much. I get a little overwhelmed. It, it is hard. It's, it's a strange, that's yeah. a strange thing. To meet your heroes. To Yeah. And, and like, what is she going to say to me? You know? 
maybe I love you would be nice. And that's what's weird too is like for them. I mean, there's so many fans like you, which isn't doesn't no, degrade what you have. Totally. But it, when you know, like, if you said to her, you, "I really do, am a huge fan," yeah. all this stuff, and she'd appreciate that. But it's weird because she probably hears that a I lot. I think about this a lot. Yeah. And now, not to get too off topic, but do you know that I just met One Direction? Yeah. So I was going to say that I saw some Instagrams. Okay. Some Instagram. Let's 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 go there. We can go there a little bit because no, it, I, I'd like to. I'd okay. like to go there. So, just in case you don't know, and you don't, I mean, you do, but like the microphone doesn't. I uh, we mentioned it before, but I really truly do love this band, One Direction. Love them so much. Not ironically, not like they're cute. Anything. I like listen to them all the time. I love them. I I I. It's too much. I wish I didn't. That's how much. But you can't stop you a can't. feeling. Okay, the Notebook. You know this movie. And, is uh, that a line from no. that? <laughs> and, uh, I know this movie I couldn't name before. <laughs> you can't stop a feeling. The Notebook. Um, so, uh, so like, should I say long story short? I, I don't care. It's too long Just tell a story. Me. I mean, so let's again. Hear let's hear it. Okay, so again, we got your Sarah Schneiders and your Chris Kellys, right. who we just mentioned a minute ago. Um. They write for SNL and they're old friends of ours, mm-hmm. yours and mine, and they know about how I feel about these boys, these five boys. And, and how old are these boys? Stop it. I just, I just want to. I will tell you how old they are. Twenty. Right. Twenty. Right. Twenty. Right. Twenty-one. Right. Twenty-two. Right. Okay. Harry, Louis, Liam, Niall, Zane. <laughs> Is that in the age order? That uh, no, that would be Louis, Zane, Niall. Liam Harry, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So you're sweating now. No, not, not, I am not just in case you're listening to this. I'm not sweating at all. I'm fine and normal. And, uh, um, so anyway, uh, I don't know how to even explain this. Basically the second they were announced as the get the, the musical guests, Chris called me and he's like, book your ticket, girl, you coming. You're coming to New York. That's how Chris sounds. So I did. And, um, I was just, so excited to Brandon Scott Jones, my, one of my best friends who also loves them. We were just so happy to be able to sit in the audience and watch them perform two songs because we've never seen them in concert. You've never seen them in concert. We kind of have like a weird thing about seeing them in concert, which is like, we don't know if we want to. Because of the stigma? I think or because... because of, great, great question. I think it's because of what the actual situation would be like. It would be like in the back of some awful huge stadium surrounded by like 12-year-olds that are crying and screaming. And we would just be like... And then the only other way to avoid that is to spend a ton of money to have like the adult experience. Yeah, but which, what does that mean though? Like being... Like a, bo- like a, a box like or, or like a front row. Totally. Like oh, a thing where it's like you're close enough that you can block out the other I stuff. I mean, that because- is the dream. And it will happen, Craig. Okay, that will happen. Wow. Hopefully... September 10th or 11th of 2014 when they're playing in LA. Let's do it. I'm not buying tickets, but somebody is going to just, it's just going to happen. It's going to happen. It's it's going to, and I hope it happens for you too. Thank you, Greg. Truly. I do. Um, so anyway, I, I, are, are we fine on time? Because I yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I'm going to really make this fast. So basically, we were just so happy to just don't be, rush. Okay, we were happy we have to, we, have, we have plenty of time. Okay, drink your seltz. Yeah, lemon seltzer, mm. Trader Joe's. Mm. It does a body good please just say the okay, story I, 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 that's annoying <laughs> <laughs> ah, 
Okay. So, um, so, okay. So, 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 so I, so book the ticket, book the ticket, you get the ticket. And leading up to it, everyone's like, you're going to meet them. You know that. Right. And I was like, don't say that or in my head. I was just, you don't want to build it up too much. You don't have, you don't totally, I understand. And also the thing of, like you said, these boys are 20, 21, 22. Like, do I even want to meet them? They're going to be like little shitty douchebags. Are they? I don't think so. You don't know, but you don't want to ruin it. You don't want to have this whole thing. Totally. Although there was a part of me that like wanted no, I don't know. To like, it's almost like if they were bad, then I could get over this crazy love, you know, because right. it's it's not healthy. Um, I have a great husband who is wonderful and loves me, and he shouldn't have to deal with this. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so uh, wait, wait, now when you like are listening to the music, what is it like? No, I don't listen to it with him. You can't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like if it comes up on a mix, I'm not going to like run to change right, it. But, but you wouldn't be like, if we let's like, pop in one. Totally. Day. No, no. Like let's cook dinner and listen. No, to I would not do that. But the second he leaves, I'm like, play right on my old jukebox. Um, so, okay. So then I get a call from Chris and he's like, uh, you know, the sketch is going to be in the, we wrote a sketch. Uh, sorry. I'm missing a point. Sarah and I wrote a sketch. It's going to be in the show. We're pre-taping it. You can probably come watch them. You know, we're pre-taping it on Friday. So this will be great. You know, stand in the back corner and just like watch them. And that's all. I was so excited. Which is oh, great. Weird. <laughs> Which is the creepiest way to say You're going to stand <laughs> You're gonna stand in the back corner and watch them. Actually, he didn't watch say that, but I, I know, that's but what that's I imagined. How, that's how you just interpreted it. Yeah. Stand in the like corner. Yeah. Peeking around and just watching them for like five hours. That's all I wanted. Um, and then I get off the plane on maybe like a Thursday and I have a message from Chris and he's like, call me right away. I call him and he was like, okay, you're going to be, you and Brandon are going to be extras in the sketch. Great. So you will, so this way we don't have to worry about security or anything. You will be, there's no, there's no, no you're yeah. in. And I was like, it was like I had gotten cast in a Broadway show, for example. Right. I've never been so excited <laughs> in my life. <laughs> I was so happy. I think I even called my mom. <laughs> no, That's I don't great. think I did it. Um, and, uh, but then also, I just have to say, like, everything, as long as I've loved One Direction, everything like this has gone wrong. So, like, people, for example, being like, oh, you know, and, and this is nobody's fault, but it's just the way this band is. They're, like, bigger than people, I think, realize. Right. So, the security is tighter or the tickets are yeah, more they're sold huge. Or whatever. crazy. Yeah. yeah. So, people will be like, oh, I think I could get you tickets to this or that. And in my head, I'm always like, it's not actually going to happen, so don't get your hopes up. And it never does. And so, I still didn't want to get my hopes up. Um, so anyway, I'm going to cut to the story, the day. So we're, you know, I'm on set. We're waiting for the boys to come all day there. You know, we know they, ha- we have them for like an hour or two. <clears throat> Brandon They're and I have been on fellas. set since like seven. The SNL crew and everybody is like amazing. And they, my husband, Jason worked there and, and for a couple of years. And so they knew him and they knew that I loved the band and stuff like that. So like it was, everybody was kind of like in on this weird fucking joke, right, this like right, right. pathetic joke, this life joke, yeah, this life joke, this thing that's not actually a joke at all. Um, <laughs> and so then, um, like, you know, later on in the day, um, Brandon and I are chilling in this like hallway with Chris and Sarah and some other folks and, um, and, and I'm like getting a cup of coffee and I hear Brandon go like, Darcy, Darcy, like really had like a weird freak out. Right. And I knew exactly what was happening. So I like dropped my coffee probably like on the floor. You just threw it <laughs> on the ground. Like a PA. And uh, I pop into this little hallway and um, first I see Louie walking down. Mm. 
and then I see Niall walking and then it's Liam and then Zane and they all come right up to us and shake our hands and say like good to see you no, nobody says nice to meet you which I thought was like very now 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 yeah. when they are they coming through and just saying hi to everybody or there it's they, they sort were, of there weren't very many people in the hallway but they I think they said hi to everybody there were probably like five or six of us in the hallway great everybody got a handshake because this was them entering the set. And entering you're just, the set, yes. yeah. And they do a good job of just like, you know, eye contact. They're so pleasant. They're so... Well, I will say Louis walked right by with just, a smile on his face. Right. You don't know who it is. It's fine. Louis Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> he walked right by and and with a smile on his face, but didn't like shake the hand. But then Niall did. and, and I which, think, is fi- which is fine. Like, totally if you're walking through fine. a hall, I might not say hi to everyone. Yeah. But then after... Uh, so he said the trend and it just happened. Yeah, and then I, I kind of turned to Louis after he passed me and then he turned around. And he went, he, he gave me like, a little kiss. <laughs> no, he didn't, but he did shake my hand and he's like, how you doing? Or something, just something great. They were all great. I loved them. They were perfect. It was great. They were nice. They were charming. Did you have a conversation with any of them or is it? I had a little conversation. Oh, and then Harry came by and Harry's my. Harry Styles. Uh, star- yeah. I yeah, know yeah. that. And um, you He know, just got married. No. Oh, okay. None of them did, you freak. What are you talking about? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Wait, what are you talking? <laughs> now I know why those One Direction fans. <laughs> Their comments on YouTube. <laughs> that was so real. <laughs> that was so real. I'm so oh sorry. my god. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. That's amazing. Oh, no. Wasn't there something that he got engaged or something? Yeah, Zane is engaged. Zane is engaged. Which is fine. I love his I like girl. The idea hey. that <laughs> Harry getting married—that just warrants just like you. That, you, you don't want him to get married you, or something, something. I don't want so. him to get married to who? to the wrong person. Yeah, yeah, to the wrong yeah. person. So we can go into this. This is not what this podcast is about. No, this is exactly what it's about. I did about. have a conversation really quick with Harry where. Um, there's a bunch of girl extras in this scene. This is mm. the one where Paul Rudd plays like their their biggest fan in this SNL sketch, which was really funny, by the way. And all the girls on set, all these little girls, didn't actually know the boys were coming. Um, they didn't. It was like a surprise. Oh, great! Which was great. That's and they great. wanted to capture. You know, the they wanted the directors Matt and Oz wanted to capture their um, real reaction. Their real reaction. It was really great. Um, and so when so when that happened the boys were announced you know they're like one direction really is here the girls go nuts the boys come out and then they have to do another take and harry and i was standing right by them craig it was so crazy i was standing it was like all these girls behind a barricade and then just me and them on the other side of it for like two hours it was amazing it was insane oh chris and sarah you know it's like little angels from heaven yeah from god do you believe in god I mean, now I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, and when Harry walked by me, he he made this like really great eye contact. Like I don't know what if he wanted to be my best friend or like right. my son or my boyfriend or what it was. It was probably he wanted to be your son. <laughs> that seems like the most realistic read on the situation. <laughs> and I said, um, I was like Harry, or I didn't say Harry because that'd be weird. Although I did say weird things, but I was like, you know, I was like the girls didn't know you were coming, and he was like. They didn't know we were coming like that. And it was really cute. And then we had like this little thing where we kind of like looked at each other. Classic Harriman. Totally. What's his name? Harriman. And then at the actual show, we talked again and he was really sweet. That's great. He was just, they were all just lovely. I mean, A plus stamp. I'm going to put it, I'm going to draw an A plus on my paper right here. Wow. That's that's great. It's nice. It's 
You had a great fan experience. I did. I did. And not a lot of, they're going to be, and because we, we also have a lot of 1D fans who listen to this. What up, Directioners? And, uh, and they're going to be jealous of you. You're going to get some hate mail. Oh, well, if, I mean, they can be jealous if they want, but just keep trying, guys. It's going to happen for you. You should start YouTube. like a blog that all One Direction fans would hate being like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, you in the future i'm like <laughs> this is like uh, no i'm the real one direction fan yeah, yeah. that should be it and people God. they would hate you yeah there 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 is like a kind of a famous um blogger i don't even want to say his name because who knows you know i don't know should i i don't even know why you wouldn't or why well i don't i don't mean blogger i mean vlogger okay but he's a huge one direction fan yeah and he did kind of go that route like the the People hate him. Uh, people kind of hate him because he, he got kinda, famous for being a vlogger like, and like met them and interviewed them and then people and then kind of bragged about it a little. Now, bit. what's the reason that you didn't want to say his name? I don't know. Maybe he listens. Tyler Oakley. Nobody listens. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's like a. I think he's like. Guys, I'm kidding. You guys out you there, guys are are keep us going. Guys, thank you. Please, if you could. Write some sort of review. Just like a iTunes. like a little review. It's that episode. She's that episode. <laughs> We're that episode, friends. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, well, I very much enjoyed watching Friends. I did too. Now, um, we talked about Friends. Uh, now, the new thing that I'm trying to do is when, uh, at the end of the show, mm-hmm. maybe give a recommendation for people. Mm-hmm. It doesn't necessarily... It could be a TV show okay. to watch. Okay. I think that would be appropriate. Yeah. But or just something to check out that you've been into recently. Okay. This is great. Okay. You know that you're One Direction, so in general, I'd say... But I also, weirdly, like wouldn't recommend One Direction. You, you understand that m- maybe a lot of people totally. wouldn't be just into that. Totally. And I get it. And I don't want to force it on anyone. On anyone. Um, the Beatles, maybe like check them out. Yeah, I've I've been like I've been checking them out Have recently. You? Yeah. Okay. So I actually almost I'm on the verge of I'm a Beatles fan like most people are, hmm. but I was thinking about buying a box set of all their vinyl albums. Wow, I bet that would be so expensive. I, it's a little expensive, but it, but a cool thing to own. Yeah, I, I my thirtieth birthday is coming up, and I feel oh, like I can get myself a little bit of a, a, something. I think you could. But the weird thing is, like, you shouldn't do it. <laughs> Someone should do it for you. No, I don't. Why? I don't Meryl care. Meryl Jones? I, is, she, is she listening? Meryl, if wait, you're no, listening. Wait, no, plug your ears. Okay? Okay. Meryl, if you're listening, I think a great gift for Craig's 30th birthday would be the box set of the Beatles. Uh, all but here's the thing is, I wouldn't ask. Cause I wouldn't ask somebody to get me something that's that expensive. Did. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I, like, I... That's, I'm was, even the idea of buying it. I've I could have just said yes on the Amazon, but I was like, I need to think about this to, for yeah. three weeks. No, like totally. I don't know. I just totally. don't buy. Stuff. You should do that. That's a nice little gift to yourself, and that would be a cool thing to always have. Give to your kids. Give to their kids. Give yeah. to their kids. You know what I mean? But I might not get it. Okay, and you might not have kids. You don't know. Yeah, I, yeah. And the Beatles might not exist in one week. This is the 50th anniversary of them right now. I this know. weekend. Yeah. Got it. Um. So so no, check okay, out the Beatles. So check out the Beatles, but also. Um, okay. This is a really, okay. What am I watching? I mean, like what I want to say is like Broad City. Yeah. Broad City is great. I just caught up on it. It's so good. Two girls that we love who've both been, I'm sure guests on this show. I know Abby has. Yes. Both of them have been, uh, uh, Abby watched Frasier. Alana watched, uh, the Larry Sanders show. Oh God. That's one of the first episodes of the podcast. Um, and then I, like the two comedies I think that I'm the most into right now are Broad City and The Kroll Show. Love the Kroll show. I, I love both of them. I, I, Broad City is great, and I watched the last episode, um, which was uh, where Abby has to go to the island for the uh, for, for 
a package for yeah. her neighbor. Yeah. It was hilarious. It was so funny. I was, I laughed so loud that Jason like looked at me at one point to be like, you okay, girl? Yeah. It was really yeah. fucking funny. Um, you know, okay. This and is- Kroll show is great. Love so- Kroll show. Really great. So, such I a, mean, one of the, my favorite sketch shows. Uh, I, I need to catch up on the season, but yeah, well, it, you'll you'll be happy to because it's really great. Um, um, this is like a this is gonna. Well, what is this even gonna sound like? I don't know if this is gonna sound Say it. weird or braggy. I certainly don't mean for it to be at all. But I just want to nip that in the bud. Great. Um, so John Mulaney, the wonderful comedian, stand up. He was him, a writer on right? SNL. Okay, he ha- has a show coming out. Yeah. It's a sitcom. Right. And I've gone to the first two tapings. Oh, great. And it is so good. And it's, to- I think you're going to love it. It has like a Seinfeldy vibe. It has, it, like, Elliot Gould is in it and right. Martin Short and Nassim and all these really great people. And he's great. And it really has this, like, it's like this modern, I don't even know how to explain it. Does this make sense? It's like, it's like, what do you call that? Must see TV? Was that what it was called? Yeah, like, yeah, must see TV. And, the the and, the NBC in its prime. Okay, so like yeah. the '90s NBC world. It reminds me of a modern version of that. I'm excited to see it. I know Julie Klausner's writing on it. Klausner, man. And uh, and yeah, that's great. I know Lorraine Bracco. I saw okay. online is going to be. It was a guest. She was, and I, you know, Melfi Selfie. Melfi Selfie. I'll tell you, I kept walking by her the other day. At this taping, and I really wanted to like. I almost said something to because uh, 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 to Julie because I'm friendly with yeah. Julie, but I was like, th- that would be the, it weirdest, would be the thing. weirdest. Like, oh, I know this guy who I started know. this weird, stupid thing, yeah, and he I mean, did. She like, would certainly know who you are because she. But it's the Melfi selfie. But it is so stupid totally. that is. <laughs> but the funny thing is, is Jason and I, my husband, I keep saying Jason. Do you know who Jason is? You know who Jason is. I yes. mean, you know who Jason is. I know who Jason. Is. Um, but does Courtney Cox know who Jason is? Not She's yet, but maybe. Yes. Okay. Um, Courtney's but, reps too. Yeah, yeah. Um, and J- and David. Okay, uh, but and Jason David Allen and I, Greer. <laughs> Jason and I just watched all of Sopranos, oh, the so entire canon. Yeah. Okay, we watched it all, and and I love Lorraine Bracco from that, and 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 we just finished it like maybe a month ago. And when I was seeing her at this taping, all I was thinking about was Melfi selfie. She would walk by, and I wouldn't be like to Jason. I wouldn't be like, oh god, she was so good in Sopranos. I would just be like Melfi selfie. <laughs> That's uh, so you we, fucked me, man. We're redefining her. No, and I'd recommend. Uh, I just watched a documentary. Yes, uh, the killing spree. Oh, so there are two. One is uh, they're both on Netflix streaming. One is the act of killing, mm. which is unbelievable, gory. And uh, it's not. It, it's it's disturbing because it's about sort of like it. massacres. But okay. the documentary filmmaker had these uh, people who did these massacres. Uh, sort of create their own movie about it Jesus. and and it's and it's a documentary about it and, it, and it's surreal like okay. it's the only documentary i've seen where i'm like it blurs the line of like even what it's like it's hard to explain you just have to watch it it's I'm a must scared, but i do want to and then on the lighter note and because i know that that's a, maybe a hard movie for some people to watch is another and that's nominated for an oscar and this okay. other no, nominated for an oscar documentary that's also a netflix stream is called cutie and the boxer okay. and it's about these two japanese artists who, uh in brooklyn one's an 80 year old man and mm. one's his like 59 year old wife and they met when she was young and when he was in his 40s and about their art together and it's mostly it's sort of actually about her sort of emerging as an artist personally and everything right. and it's it's really great inspiring it's sad really? it's funny it's uh, it's everything cool. it's like and i'd highly recommend okay. that called cutie and the boxer cutie and the boxer and 
The Art of Killing. The Act of okay, Killing. Okay, The Act of Killing, Cutie and the Boxer. QT. And there's another nominated uh, Oscar nominated documentary on Netflix streaming that called the the Square. Did you love it? Yeah, so it was really great too. Because those ones are harder. I, okay. I feel like that's about the He's, revolution in Egypt, and it's you know it's intense. Yeah, it's only it's for great. the real e- Egypt files, Egypt files. Yeah, Egyptians. <laughs> um, but those are just some. I don't know. That's great. Things to watch. Uh, that's great. Oh my gosh, there's so many more things about Friends. Just, just really dive in. You know what I mean? Let yeah. yourself dive in. And what if, what do you say to somebody who who writes off Friends? Uh, but I understand, right? Like I understand somebody writing it off. I think I. Was, I mean, I in a way early in the episode did. did. I said I maybe more for the girl. I said that, yeah, and did. I said that might, might be racist. And, and you it know, was what? racist. I, and it was racist. And I, I do take it back. I, I feel like the people that I know who have invested in it more tend to be gals. friends of mine that are gals totally. and th- there's nothing wrong with that. Being a gal, I, being a gal. I think that that's a really strong choice. But and you, but you laughed through the whole episode. I laughed through the entire thing and, and I even, really enjoyed it. Yeah. I, I think to me, it's one of those things where I didn't stick through it all the way. I know it got a little bit parody of it or something yeah, and because yeah, yeah. I wasn't so invested. I think that that's how I look at the show. Right. Whereas Seinfeld's the same way. Like the last, you know, the couple seasons are, aren't as, great as you know there's some great episodes right, right. and it's uh, great but i think anything that gets that big you know <clears throat> it's easy to kind of write off yes exactly you know? i think it was so, such a huge event that it you that sort of like, turns you off at a yeah, certain it point does, for sure um but it is fun to go back and i think they do a lot of them hold up and a lot of them don't like that first season that first season is like pretty rough right the pilot which I, I know is common but but uh they're just all they're like they're that one's six. called the one that is a pilot for the TV show Friends <laughs> that is going to run for ten years right and will make all of these people beyond rich yeah oh and I'd say watch episodes sorry go yeah ahead. watch episodes oh yeah I'm gonna do that we should also like uh, uh, I've heard that this show called The Comeback with starring Lisa Kudrow is like incredible okay so I'll check that out neither of us have watched it but I've heard from Anthony King a great comedian comedian. And um, Chris Kelly, who we spoke of earlier, great comedian, great comedian. They both really had. But yeah, I'd love to see her more. I mean, again, I was, I was very. She, she got the Barack Hussein Obama Comedic Genius Award. God, she's good. Um, So let's dedicate this. Okay, I'm going to tell you one more thing, Craig. Ready? I heard. I'm, I'm really um, as obsessed as I am with Friends and One Direction. I am equally obsessed with the game Tetris. Okay. Whoa. Yeah. Bombshell. And not only am I obsessed with it, I am better than anyone you've ever met. I, I'm i going to say this. Okay. I have one friend from college. I can't wait to meet this friend. He is so good at yeah. it that it's like that thing where it's like you watch him and you're like, oh, I don't even know how to play Tetris uh, yeah, yeah, because yeah. this is a different level. Okay, I want to meet this friend and I can't wait to play him and fucking annihilate him because I am so good, Craig. You can ask my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, right. that's how good you are. That I, a friend of yours who's never met any of your family, or not somebody, but would call, call your dad up out of nowhere. That's how good I, you if are. If we had more time, we should. We should um, get him on the phone right now. I mean, we should. We should. He used to watch me, like in the computer room. He'd watch me and just be like, "God." Now on Nintendo proper. I mean, Nintendo proper. You know, computer. Wow, that's a different yeah, it's ballpark different, too. And it, and, it ta- and I don't like the newfangled bullshit Tetris. I'm talking about like old, old school, school Tetris. Yeah. There's only one Tetris. So anyway, I heard um no, no, sorry. I read a long time ago, many years I was in college, so we're talking before 2002. That Lisa Kudrow and Matthew Perry were really good at Tetris and they would like play against each other. I okay. think on the Game Boy or something like that. And I remember being like, "Oh god, we would all be best friends." <laughs> and so this is when Ellen 
DeGeneres, her, right. her show was new. And I wrote her an email. Saying that you want to play I Tetris said, with them. I want to play Tetris against Lisa Kudrow. And I, it was a really charming email, and she never wrote back. Uh, so, so uh, uh, Ellen. Ellen yeah, the balls in your court. Balls in your court, sweetie. Yeah. Sweetie. sweetie. Okay, should we end on that or what? Um, I'll, we'll end it when I say we end it. <laughs> oh, my God. I love you. And we should end it on that note. Okay. Thank you so much, Darcy. It was a blast to talk about Friends and to watch it with you. You're a pleasure. You're a consummate professional. And... Uh, and uh, let's leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Craig. Really. Thank you. Well, that was a great time. Uh, thank you to Darcy Carden for joining me, watching Friends with me, uh, and discussing One Direction, which I very much enjoyed. In fact, uh, later this week, uh, I will be dropping a bonus episode where we uh, watch a video, a One Direction video, a conspiracy theory video about One Direction, about... Uh, something between two to tease it a little bit without telling you something between two of the members of One Direction, and, and it might be something called uh, Larry Hamlinson. That's a that's a uh, that's the conspiracy theory uh, rally cry. So um, so check back on Friday, and uh, we already mentioned it a million times during the podcast. To review, do whatever you want. Tell your friends. Who cares? Twitter, uh, Facebook, it's all on there. Uh, the podcast is, that is. Uh, thanks so much for listening. Thanks again to Darcy. And I'll be there for you when your rain starts to pour. I'll be there for you like I've been there before. I'll be there for you. Because you're there for me, too. Yeah. Have a great night and an early mañana. Adios, amigos.